Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, and welcome to History Tweets. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Uh, the topic of our podcast today is Lenny the Loon, serial killer Leonard John Frazier, serial killer from Australia who uh, killed a bunch of folks. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about his dastardly deeds. Uh, but before we do, let me say that we are a uh, an adult uh, comedy podcast. We use adult language, so if that offends you, you probably do not want to. Tune in. Is we the are e- not for the faint of heart. Is the E on the little yeah, thing it is, not but then explanatory? Like, I, you know, you would think. But anyway, uh, if you're not, uh, you know, if, if uh, bad, dirty words offend you, then listen to something else. Um, we talk about murder. We talk about all kind of things. So this is your warning. If you're still here, uh, you're pretty fucked up. Um, but we're glad. We're wow. Glad, we're glad you're here. Somebody's had their cold medicine. <laughs> Let me introduce our panel. We are joined by the very lovely and talented, the queen of mean, the mistress of the macabre, the empress of evil, pill-popping, penis-loving, Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? Welcome oh, back. Thank you, Timmy. I'm so glad to be back. Did you enjoy your vacation? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was just awful. Well, usually time away from Chuck and I is... It's usually pretty bad. I looked forward. I skipped into work this morning. Oh, you, did you? So you, you missed what it. you're saying is you'd rather spend time with me and Timmy. <laughs> My children are horrible people. Children. They're horrible. And I had to go take them to get haircuts, and we had to get a tux, and we had to, I mean, there was, there were activities. There's first world was, problems, you realize that. I do understand that there are first world problems, and then my my child does his little promposal at the Newport Aquarium. Oh, yeah? It, yes, and it was it was cute. They always got to do that now, too. I know, what is they that? They can't just ask a girl to prom. Now, I used to. Now, it's got to be a thing. Yeah, I mean, it, <sighs> yeah, I don't no, know. no cash exchange now well yeah for for your and timmy's dates i imagine there were but no i mean i just remember going i haven't been at a prom four or five years yeah well (laughs) but i mean i remember me and my boyfriend just kind of being like all right let's go we need to go and i gotta get a dress and we was more excited about the hotel room you know kids don't do that anymore they always party hotel rooms and well now they have the after prom that you kind of have to go it's like on lockdown yeah see we didn't my class was so lazy, we didn't even have an after prom at all. So <sighs> I never went to the prom. Oh, alas. 
Yeah, I was going to go with my cousin, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't go along with it. So. What an asshole. Yeah, he was. He was a dick. All right, so let me introduce... Um, well, probably because you felt him all up at homecoming. <laughs> yeah, things got awkward. Yeah. Let me introduce the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting today, the moral beacon of our podcast, nope. really the man who provides us with moral clarity. Nope. 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 A man who has been uh, described as an oasis in the desert of despair. Never. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm wonderful today, Timmy. I had a, had a good Easter. I had, uh, had one of the boys home with me. Tana came down, so Taylor did not. He's a little self-centered prick, but um, but Tana came down. Oh, well, that's good. And, I'm good. Uh, At least one of your children love you. And Logan was around, you know, and... <laughs> Well, he lives there, so <laughs> he does. Well, he I, I don't know if Logan actually lives in my house anymore. He's oh. nineteen, and oh, it's yeah. like I I see him come, and sometimes I will see him come and load up a bag of groceries, yeah, or do laundry. What? But Casey does there. that at my parents' house. Yeah, he. I mean, like it, treats it like a Costco. He does. He came home. I I, I notice he's got this big bag. He he takes. He goes to the grocery store with Renee buys like five frozen pizzas what else do you need gets a bag loads up chips. a bag with two frozen chips. pizzas mm-hmm. goes in the refrigerator grabs a whole container of blueberries now those some bitches ain't cheap is carrying carrying out a 12 pack of vanilla coke wait so he's like like frozen pizzas and blueberries <laughs> Frozen pizza, blueberry, and I guess that's going to get him by for like three days or whatever. Oh I don't God. know. But then he's, of course, got my check card. So, you know, I see Starbucks and whatnot. He lives like Paris Hilton. Well, clearly, because that's what Paris Hilton eats yeah. is frozen pizza and yeah. blueberries. <laughs> yeah. well, when she's out clubbing. Right. In my mind, that's what she has. Well, you know. All right. Let's so how are you, Timmy? How was your sinus infection? Uh, it's, Can't it's, you see he's near death? I, I'm bad, a little better, I guess, but I still feel people bad. Was all, people like that deep, timid voice. No, you know, it was so funny. He's telling me the story when I get here that, you know, he felt really bad and he called off work Friday. And so he, he went, he came in Saturday and he was still feeling bad. So he took a Percocet <laughs> and then he felt better. <laughs> I'm it's like, a miracle drug, There's Charles. very few things that, won't, that a Percocet won't cure. I know. But my thing is, why you take a Percocet? You took a Percocet for a sinus infection. Come on I, now, it got me through the day. Well, <laughs> you know, I believe you could take Percocet for erectile dysfunction, and it would get you through the day. It would get you through the day. It's not going to help your sinus you know, infection. It might not get hard, but exactly. you won't care no more. Exactly. exactly. I did. I came armed today, evidently. So yeah, I don't know where you're pointing don't, that screwdriver at me. I know that's scary. Don't me. fuck you're with just me. Becoming making me Dude, edgy. I am on the. I am on the edge. You should be edgy. Because you're first. Oh, I was on the brink this weekend. Renee had a party, and I had a bunch of drunken women at my house, and I was about ready to sleep. Really? We had a lot of fun on the uh, our Facebook group page. We did. Weekend. I, we had I, a I dweeb, won about five uh, women on the page. I bought, five, I bought five women. We had a dweeb. buy them. A dweeb date auction, which we raised money for the Anderson family, who are, who are in the process of adopting a special needs child in China. So it went for a good cause, and people all volunteered and donated money. So it was. A I know cool I got to set up a. I have to set up times with my with my ladies. Yeah, this is. A, it yeah, was. I got to set up a time an where internet date because she bought an me. internet date auction. So yeah, I know what it. I did, know. Did I did I mention that Ridika bought me to me? Oh, 
Timmy. Yes, she did, I know. Timmy, you didn't I, put yourself I, out no, there. No, I was the auctioneer. Jeez, Timmy. I was the auctioneer. You didn't I do did, a good job. I didn't hear I didn't you want, talking very fast. I did not want to. You did not want to get, you know, I did not want put my name out there and then not get bid on that would be it that was that was my thing yeah i mean i didn't put out as honest of a description as i could possibly have all right let's uh thank our patreons i kind of i kind of feel like um and and maybe i cheated a little bit oh, shocking why I, I kind of pimped out rudy you did pimp out rudy <laughs> so, yeah. and you get put the, a puppy picture up, up of him well, the puppy yeah. picture and does anybody else notice when tim says hawk it always sounds like he's bringing something up uh. yeah Quit. I'm sick as it is. Uh, okay, so let's uh, thank our Patreon supporters. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash history tweets, where you can give a little, a lot, or, or just a wee tiny bit to me. We've had tremendous support, uh, Patreon support, and we want to thank everyone who has been very generous in supporting the podcast. And they include, uh, as always, Alicia and Chip. Uh, Tommy Lane, good guy. Thank you, Tommy. Jason Dykes, Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Maggie Glover, uh, Kate Richardson, Fiona Crisp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, uh, Donna Curran, Maja, uh, Aaron with an A, uh, Kimberly Cameron, Elise, Scotty J with the uh, Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs podcast. Diane Student with the History Goes Bump podcast. Please check those out. Amber Trevino, Annette Petray, Lise, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara, TJ Young, our good friend TJ Young, Dr. Jeff Chestnut and his lovely wife Dawn, Andrew Happ, Cheryl, uh, Holly Woodward, we call Hollywood, Cheryl Strap. Uh, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, and her sister Ruth, uh, Jennifer Rasnick, Tyrone, Phyllis Munson, Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya, Brittany Martin, Joe Hopkins with the uh, Now American History Podcast, uh, very good podcast, please check it out, Mandy Swanson, Jennifer Siemens, and her mother Linda, Cindy Lou, Heather Poole, Charlie and Allie from the Insight Podcast, Stacy, uh, Chris Hauer, uh, and her wonderful cat, Jeffrey the Wonder Cat, uh, Cheryl Weldon, uh, Daniel Bassett, Karen Barnes, Karen Alden, Rebecca O, Rochelle Flynn, uh, the uh, folk, uh, good our friends at uh, Rosanna with uh, They Walk Among Us Podcast. Donna Curran, and Rudy the Wonder Dog. I think I got everyone. If I didn't, please let me know, and we'll make sure. That, that list grew exponentially since I've been on vacation. It really has. People have been really supportive. Okay, so let's get to the story about this nut job. All right. Lenny the Loon. So um, Lenny the Loon, Leonard John Fraser, was a serial killer in Australia. Colonel, we're pretty big down under. Um, I, I've been told once nope. or twice that nope. I'm pretty big down under. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. no, that's a sad, sad little joke right there. I know. <laughs> we keep you, every time right we talk. Every time we talk about Australia, we use that same line. Yeah. Jeez. 
Uh, anyway. Oh, hold on. I, I got something special for you today, devil. I have a screwdriver that will stab you in the face. Oh, do not take off your clothes. <laughs> yeah, if you could not, that'd be great. Oh, he's wearing a wife beater today. He is wearing a wife beater. Oh, good. You decided to Dress go in polite, polite society today. <laughs> Renee got on me. I, I told her about the... I showed it a picture. Did Renee agree with me that there were crazy? Can you see anything through this shirt? And she's like, no. Why? I said, because Brandy was on me for not wearing a T-shirt. And she said, why are you not wearing a T-shirt? Thank you. Thank you. And I said, well, why do I need a T-shirt? This is a soft shirt. I like to feel of it on my back. And she said, just start wearing T-shirts. Don't ask me questions. Exactly. And I just. Always listen to Renee. Always listen to Renee because, you know, you're a kept man. And you're not very bright. <laughs> so all of those things, you need to you need to just do what you're told at this <laughs> that's point. Pre- that's pretty much what I'm doing. So I just want to let you it's know. It's a social faux pas. It is a social faux pas. I do have pas. a t-shirt on. Thank you. All right. And that's a regular one. But feel how soft this t-shirt is. I will not is. feel your t- t-shirt. I yeah. believe it's you. It's a Hanes or Fruit of the Loom. Feel this. It's, uh, no, this is a uh, Fruit Car- of the Loom. Caress his chest. Do it, Bro- Tim. No, I'm not. Feel it. It's soft in No. All right. Fine. It's yeah. gross. I, I have felt, you know, Hanes t-shirts before. No, not this one. Probably not that particular this one. This is like my Hanes brush cotton underwear. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brush cotton underwear. All right, Lenny the Loon. Let's focus, folks. Please. Can Please. we talk about okay, serial back killer? Back to the story, Timmy. Thank you. While in prison, uh, John Leonard Frazier confessed to uh, four killings and took the police to... Uh, to the remains of some of his victims. Just four? Well, no, he, had, he was already arrested for one murder, and then he confessed to four more. So there's five. Yes. Like well, eight. but they were they believe it was at least seven, perhaps more, but four that they know of, five that they know of. Um, his, trial, his trial actually would cause a sensation when one of his alleged victims, a 14-year-old schoolgirl, turned up alive oh. uh, in the middle of the proceedings. Uh-oh. Yeah. So he had killed a bunch of people, and he claimed that he killed this little schoolgirl, but uh, she apparently just ran away. So. That makes it awkward for the prosecutor. Makes yeah. it awkward for everybody. It's hard to get a conviction on that one. Well, and it makes it awkward for everybody because, you know, imagine his face. He's got egg on his face now. Yes, because he can't even keep track of the people he killed. It's like, oh, well. But anyway, this guy's a nut job. Leonard John Frazier was born in the sugar-growing community, Brandy. Oh, sweet. Of Ingman... North Queensland in Australia on June 27, 1951, uh, Colonel. June 1951. June 27? 1951. His mama was, was just getting a little sick about then. About around the holidays? Around the holidays. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah, she couldn't eat, drink too much wine at New Year's. No. Champagne. She clearly did something. Well, they yeah. had normal yeah. relations. Huh? They had normal well, relations. Well, you don't know if it was normal or abnormal. He well, was, you don't know if she drank while he was in utero. I know. I do not. You don't know. I do not, but you know. There's Presenting some facts, not they, they drink Fosters. It's Australian <laughs> for, for beer. For beer, it is. Yeah. I, I, that's, um, do they drink Fosters? And I think Allie drinks Molson. We have to ask. Um, that's a lot. Fosters? I don't know. I don't. Uh, we have to ask. I not. think she told me Fosters was the champagne of beers down under. That shit would knock me on my ass. Isn't it John Holmes from Australia? Marvin, Marvin is, is Marvin is too. Marvin, yeah, yeah Marvin is too. And then Fiona's a uh, Kiwi, did she say? Is that what they call him? Uh, she lives in 
uh, Malaysia, but I'm not sure. I think she is from Australia, though. Okay, so anyway, uh, back to uh, Lenny the Loon. Uh, that was his nickname, by the way. Really? Not his Christian well, given name? Christian, yeah. No. He Damn was it. the second youngest of four children. Uh, so he's a middle. He was. And when he was six, his family uprooted. Uh, his family was uprooted, and he moved to a brick home in Mount Druitt. It was a blue-collar outer western suburb of Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Yes. According to a court psychiatrist... There was not the slightest indication, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but not the slightest indication in young Lenny's early childhood that uh, he would grow up to be a rapist and a killer. While his upbringing... Bringing, uh, so your part's really short today, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got two pages. While his upbringing... Uh, while his <laughs> upbringing... I, I can't up fucking writing. I know, but I've got it. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, his childhood and environment to appear to be uh, normal... His schoolwork was poor, Brandy. Yeah. That's a pretty good indicator of a rapist. God doesn't give with both hands. Well, by the time he dropped out of uh, second year of high school at the age of 14, Lenny Frazier... Because that's when you make all your great life decisions. Well, yeah. Well, you know, he's 14. He's been around the block. He's a, he's a man. <laughs> Especially down there in Australia, because you know, you, get, well, you know they're killing dingoes oh, and shit. Hunt him some crocodile, make some shoes. I uh, yeah. yeah. Fourteen, my kids, my kid could barely wipe his own ass. So when he dropped out of high school at fourteen, <laughs> he could uh, he could uh, read, but very little else. He had he had uh, trouble writing his own name. And the struggle's real. At age fifteen, Lenny the Loon. Lenny the Loon. At age fifteen, he was sentenced to twelve months in a boys' home for stealing women's underwear. Well, if you're going to steal underwear. That's a long time you're still in underwear. You don't know how maybe many pairs he nice stole. You, maybe they were nice underwear. It could have been a felony. And you think they and were Victoria's Secret? They could have been Victoria's Secret. And if you're going to steal underwear, would you steal men's or would you steal ladies? I would steal ladies. Do you think they charge you by the size? Like if it's over a certain size, it's a felony. If it's under a certain size, no, it's a I don't, misdemeanor. No, I don't think so. I think it's all a matter of cost. Like, like how much. Like grand theft. Like. Yeah. Damn, your mama's so big, stealing her underwear would be grand theft underwear. Well, it would be, but I think it's it's a dollar amount. I think well, it's a dollar amount. Yeah, but if the, if see the what I can't figure out if it, if it's bigger than uh, more materials used, they should be higher cost, higher price. They yeah. are, really. Yes. Are they? Yes. I see. I didn't know that. So you get that ass surcharge. You do get you dig you, you do get a big ass surcharge. Yeah, you get a big ass surcharge. Well, yeah, because you can't buy it at regular stores. You got to go to the Georgia Tent and Awning to get your underwear. At fifteen, all right. So he was sentenced to um, boys' boys' home for twelve months. Still seems a little harsh. To it me. does seem excessive. Soon after his release, he received a two-year bond for assaulting a railways guard, and he had some further convictions for driving without a license, assaulting a railway guard. Yeah. A two-year bond. Now, would not. Is that probation? I, 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 I guess. I guess. Is that probation? I think it's probation. Also, oh, it's not. Like uh, a savings he he bond. also savings bond. He jackass. also was arrested. He also gets convictions for driving without a license, offensive behavior. I don't oh. know what that is. Stealing cars. We see if you steal a car and you don't have a driver's license, then you're you know you're you're really racking up the charges, Colonel. Now, the car 
for yeah, the car would be more expensive than most underwear. Well, he did get twelve months so. hard labor for the stealing the car. Well, there you go. Twelve months of hard labor. Yeah, didn't go How to a boys' home. Every know, every all labor's hard to we me. We have never gotten anybody that's been convicted to like ten years of easy, easy labor. labor. Yeah, Martha Stewart's prison. <laughs> ten years of like doing our job. It. Yeah, <laughs> ten years of yeah, ten years of being a business service manager. Right. Ten years, you know, whatever. Yeah, I know. Five weeks later, okay, he's got out of jail after six months. So he got 12 months for stealing the car at 16. and then, Six months of, for good behavior. Yeah, and he got off. Ew. Uh, then I he bet. was found guilty of transporting stolen goods. Was that when he stole the car? I don't know. No, this is after that, after oh, he got okay. out for the car. And then he, they just gave him two years probation for that. So he's, I mean, like, so he's 17 now, and he's already you know, been in prison. He's a already been times. up the river. Yeah, and he's on probation. Five weeks after he got put on probation, he was sentenced to two weeks in jail for stealing. Some like a little local jail. Two weeks. Should I do it out of my head? You have. See, two weeks. You did it on your back, though, didn't you? Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in Sydney in 1972, the colonel was, what, 25, something like that. You were 25 in 1972? I was nine years old. At age 12. Timmy was driving by then. Well, okay. Leonard at the time was 20. And he was fined $100 for living off the earnings of prostitutes. So he was a pimp. Wouldn't that not make him a pimp? Pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. You got to get the pimp hand out. You was pimping Saturday night then. Well, I was for a good cause. Well, that's what what they all say. (laughs) I'm not sure of Lenny the Loons. I think he was in for self-enrichment. Well, do you... I don't understand how that's even a charge. Like, Because he had some hookers working for him. Right, so if he didn't, like if he wasn't profiting off that, if he, I don't, that just sounds weird. He had it's some girls weird working in the corner. Yeah, because like, it'd be. He was pimping. It, it'd yes, be pimping. I know, I know. It'd be difficult to lose money when you're pimping, I would think. I would think so. There's no overhead. It'd be, it, it, you know what it'd be like? It'd be like well, you losing gotta, money if you owned a casino. You got I me. Mean, you're, you're like, yeah, but you're you got hookers. That you, it's like uh, herding cats. You know what I mean? You got to be. You gotta is be, it? Yeah. Is it like herding cats? Yeah, you got to be up all, all in their business all the time. <laughs> I don't want to. Bitches be testifying. <laughs> they, and they will. Yeah, they will testify. But I would just think that all you would need is a good Google account. Google. Well, and then if you're not careful, PayPal. Then, PayPal. And if you if you're not careful, they get murdered. And then where are you? Well, you go out and you have to go out and get somebody well, else. I think you can write that off on your taxes if yeah. you lose one. Well, maybe is it a business expense? Mm-hmm. Anyway, or do no you, more dead hooker stories. You're a please. bad person. You are <laughs> me. Yes. Well, uh, how am I a bad? person? Did you person? just hear him look at? Did you see him look at you and go, "You are"? <laughs> I know. What, what do you mean? I am. All I'm asking is the accounting aspect of it. Is if one gets stolen from you, it, it's a business expense. You depreciate. Well, do you depreciate the hookers? Well, well as soon only, as you drive anyway, them off the lot, he only <laughs> got fined a hundred bucks, so it wasn't a big deal. But he would later that year get arrested for a string of robberies, and they gave him five years of hard labor. Hard labor again? Yep. This some bitch ought to been cut. Does not learn his lesson. Well, I what. Is that like maximum security? I mean, hard labor. We should do that here, though, because, you know, they could really. We could use convicts we to build roads. People. Oh, yeah. To make uh, things that nobody. They're nobody generally wants unreliable. To, to do my work, to do my job. 
I could get no, a that's easy to do job. My job. Yeah, but that's easy. They want hard labor. I might oh, get okay. some. I might get some inmates to come in and like, replace you two, so that like I can have mining, an intelligent like mining coal, mining coal. Yeah, you get inmates to mine coal. That's hard labor. That's what they should be doing well, instead of sending hardworking uh, people uh, down there. Maybe Lenny the Loon. Maybe he was. That's what he was doing. Well, well I'm we saying we should war, do it here. If we have a war, I think we should get convicts first. Oh gosh, yeah. Convicts should be the first to go. But then I don't know about arming a bunch of convicts. That might no, turn bad. No, you use them as cannon fodder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was watching this, uh, you know, I was watching this um, documentary on um, PBS on the First World War. Yeah. About U.S. involvement in the First World War. And, you know, they were so, the U.S. was so unorganized when they started. Well, now, it was I'll, our first one. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the war was going on three years before we got involved. But anyway, when we the, the first troops that got over there, some of them didn't have rifles. And they had them go over the top, you know, dead man's <laughs> land. Jesus. And they said, what are we doing? No one, they never gave us any rifles. They said, we'll just pick one up along the way. <laughs> first oh, my one God. You see. That's not a good thing to do. No. All but right. it's being resourceful. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. So they, he goes. He gets five years for a string of robberies, our, our Lenny. But uh, what investigators didn't know at the time, that about two years later, uh, Frazier would rape a tourist in Sydney's Botanical Gardens, which I'm sure is very lovely. What they didn't know at the time that they arrested him was right. two years in the future yes. he was going to rape yes. a person. But he was going so Miss Cleo did not make this arrest. No. Dionne Warwick didn't make the arrest. Right. They could have okay. no way of knowing that this guy was going to be uh, start his career. Do you see where I'm going? As a going serial, this, yeah. serial rapist, which we do not approve of. No. We do not. We don't we, approve of one rape, let alone a whole series. A of whole rapes. series no. of rapes. We are opposed. Yes. Let's make that clear. At 10 o'clock in the morning, on July 11, 1974, it's winter in Australia, isn't it? I don't know. Those people are backwards down yeah, there. Yeah. Well, no. Water runs go down the drain backwards there. Yeah, it goes I don't, I don't know. That, but I think their seasons are the opposite of ours. Yeah. So anyway, just three weeks. Well, they had joy. They have fun. They do have seasons in the sun, but I think that I think that their seasons are. You know, Terry Jacks was an unappre- He was oh, very he was. underappreciated. No, 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 no. Goodbye to no. you, my trusted friend. What? We've known each other since we were nine or ten. Together we climbed hills and trees. Broke our hearts and uh, skinned our knees. I don't know where that's. I don't know. Fucker, <laughs> you don't know the goddamn song. Do you know all the words to it? And I probably if I he does. Then I Chicago die. That was a different song. Stupid. Oh, that was sorry. a stupid song because that never shit never happened. <laughs> and if a, if a hundred cops were dead, I'm t- I'm telling you, it would make the papers. It <laughs> We'd would. be doing a podcast on that song, right? <laughs> it would. All right. Anyway, back to Lenny the Loon. At ten o'clock on the morning of July 11th, 1974, just three weeks after he was released from, I was a month old. Long Bay um, prison. He approached a young lady, young woman, married woman, as she walked along Sydney, uh, the Sydney outer western suburb of St. Mary's, and he attacked her from behind. This would be his thing. Attacking from behind? Yeah. He would twist their arms. Because he's chicken shit. Using what would become his calling card. Oh, I guess I stepped on my own line here. There you go. Frazier <laughs> twisted the woman's arm up behind her back and forced her down the embankment where he raped her. Shocking. Uh, he gave away his own shit. Yeah. But that, that's not cool. Anyway, no, that's not cool. Hold on. He, he did what now? He he went he, up. He, he grabbed, grabbed her from her behind. Arm, got her on an arm lock. Yeah. And then forced her in a ravine. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're you're you li- you're listening. You're paying attention. Down, he, down, I'm just recapping to down a bank. To down recap. an embankment. Down an embankment. A ravine. Not Under a ravine. the delusion that the woman had enjoyed his se- uh, him sexually assaulting her, because that is quite a delusion. Because who wouldn't? Frazier then walked his victim hand in hand back up the road before taking off. Did he give her a kiss on the cheek too? I don't know. But That's six nice. days after, six days later at 9 p.m. See, I got even the times, and this fucking research is fucking killer. I got the fucking times this shit went on. It's because he was high on Percocet. You're probably making this shit up. I did, too. I did, too. Uh, I I wrote two scripts on Saturday. You wrote two scripts high as hell, so let's see (laughs) how this goes. Let's see how this goes. That'd be so good. Six days later, at 9 p.m. on July 17th, Frazier assaulted a 20-year-old woman who was working alone uh, in a nearby uh, Mount Druid a dry, a dry cleaning shop. I don't know a what she was doing. Uh, she at a dry cleaning shop. She okay. was doing the dry cleaning. That's what she was doing. Yeah, you know that. She was martinizing. I don't me. understand that because what? when you go into the dry cleaner, you give them this number, and then they put this big rack and they swing all these clothes. I don't understand what you don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Is that confusing <laughs> for you? <laughs> that system is confusing to me. You give them a number, and they and they pull these clothes around, and finally. Like magic, they come right to yours. I am because co- they're if like your number is <laughs> why, why are you doing that? Why why? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Let's just, yes, it's a let's it's just like keep it magic. For it's Timmy. like a Christmas miracle <laughs> yeah, when those clothes come yeah. around. How do they find your clothes? We don't know. Well, they basically Timmy, what they do is they size you up, uh-huh. and then they figure what would a guy like him wear. Yeah, and then it's like oh the 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 tan suit. Okay, that must be his. I see. Timmy Timmy does not have a tan suit. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I do. I think I have a tan suit. I don't suit. think you do. Yeah, you I have, have a seersucker. Nah, I got a seersucker suit. It's shocking. Anyway, um, it's under a low the on delusion. T-shirts. All right. So under the delusion that she was hot for him, he took he walks her back. Six days later, on July seventeenth, he assaults the woman in the dry cleaning shop. There's a lot of fumes in there too. Frazier followed her behind the counter, which, you know, really, you should not be behind the it, counter. There's a sign it's, it's, right there. There is a sign. It says no, no customers beyond this Beyond this point. point. Yeah. Well, he didn't. They should have probably was smoking in that. They should have charged him twice. Mm-hmm. Three times, possibly. Anyway, she went to look for his dry cleaning, and he uh, went behind the counter, went up behind her, grabbed her back hand, her arm, twisted it behind her back. And he was about to rape her when he was inter, uh, interrupted and fled when other customers entered the shop. So, rape us, interrupt us. And, yeah, you know, he, that wasn't the yeah, best thought-out plan to rape someone in a dry-cleaning store. In the middle of the, yeah, you know, rush. At least he had his ticket. Was it 9 a.m. or p.m.? We don't know if PM. he had his ticket. Oh. Or she went to look for it. Oh, you know, people lose their tickets all the time and walk in. <laughs> I don't have my ticket, but... This is my name. You know that's what happened. Yeah, then they can't use that machine. They don't even ask. They just ask your phone number. Yeah, well, they look it up in the computer, Mm -hmm. but back then they didn't have that. Three days later. But they still give me a ticket. I never understood that. I think it's just habit. Three days later at uh, Rudy Hill. Rudy. Rudy. R-O-O-T-Y. Not Rudy. 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 Which is in the same. Rotate. Rotate. Say Jenny for us one more no, time. No, no, no. <laughs> it's in the same proximity as this other place, the dry cleaning store. <laughs> oh, okay. He, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, you care. It seems, it, it's in the same proximity as some place. 
<laughs> as the outback. I, as the dry cleaning store in this suburb of Sydney. All right. So I'm there. I'm, you're are not you paint, there? You're not painting the picture real good today, Bob Ross, <laughs> but all right. It's like you only got... It's like your palette's only got three colors. You know why? Because he was high as fuck. (laughs) Go ahead. Frazier spoke briefly to a woman as she walked along the quiet road. Percocet Paul. Before he punched her in the face. (laughs) Oh, God. That is not, and I don't care what anybody says, that's not good foreplay. It is not. And he forced her arm uh, behind her back. Of course, have you ever listened to somebody, followed some of the women on that page? Our Facebook page? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I imagine a few of them wouldn't mind if you, you know, they would consider I love Amber. Amber Croup. See, Amber came right to mind. Punch Amber in the forehead. She'd be she, like, oh, you know, you when we had me. our uh, our date auction, her, her 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 ad that she posted was something, something, and then to the effect, it's your funeral. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll do, I'll have sex with you and murder you. And <laughs> yeah, well, it's your funeral. It's your funeral. She didn't say that. And she got bought sex. twice. Love her heart. She's yeah. sweet. All right. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. We love Amber. She's, clearly, she's a sweetie. She's, she's, she's a keeper. funny. She's, she is she's funny. the kind you don't want to bring home to mama because she might kill mama. <laughs> so she's he goes up. She's a lot of so fun. Just to recap, he goes up, punches this woman in the face, yeah, and, and then puts, it, puts, puts her arm behind, behind her back. back. Yeah. All right. And doesn't that seem like overkill? Uh, Seems like he's developing a signature move. Well, I got the move, but punch him in the face. I mean, is that necessary? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying what he did. I'm just, I'm just reporting I the know, facts. I know Walter they... Cronkite. Come on now. <laughs> There's never a reason to hit a woman. I agree, but he There's did not follow you. He did not follow that um, <laughs> moral code. No, and that's that's when society starts breaking down, Timmy. His moral yeah. compass is broken. So anyway, he hits this woman in the face, puts, grabs her arm, forces you know, behind her back again. Uh, as they struggled near a small creek, the woman remained crit. calm and talked to her attacker and convinced him that she was indeed in the mood for sex oh. Oh. and that she would gladly submit. Hey, sailor. And suge- <laughs> suggested they go back to his house. And do it in his bed. Oh, uh, no. I'm, I'm, what What kind of weirdo? <laughs> so, Frazier walked. It sounds like she's got a plan. Lenny, uh, Lenny the loon. He walked the woman hand in hand back to, up the road. And as soon as she saw her chance, she broke free and fled to the nearest house. And well, shit, yeah. raised the alarm. Lenny ain't the brightest of bulbs. Well, no, because he wasn't hard to find because he had left his wallet and birth certificate at the scene. And there you go. Now, who even carries a fucking birth certificate with him? And he's going to leave a land. I don't even know where my birth certificate is. Because you weren't born, you were spawned. Probably. My birth certificate is probably at a crime scene somewhere. This this guy's was. Why is he get, why is he, and why did he take his wallet out of his pants before? I don't know. How, this is what I always want to know. How in the fuck do you leave your wallet at a crime scene? Well, you, you know, I mean, are they asking for ID before you, you rob the check bank? That, yeah, you got to check that shit. You got to make sure. Anyway, you got he was quickly located by the police and I he bet. Was taken into custody. Now he denied that he intended to rape the woman. They were going to have sex, but much to the surprise of the police, he confessed to another rape. 
<laughs> and the no, one that occurred. I wasn't going to rape her. It was that one, not like last week, the woman at the, you know. Yeah, it was the one at the, the, remember, the, the, one at the Botanical Garden, the tourist. Yeah. He, he admitted to that rape. Uh, oh. He said he wasn't going to rape this one, but he did admit But to he it. did get the other one. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> so the, fi- the victim that, that he raped was a 37-year-old tur- a tourist who, had long with, uh, who, along with her husband, had two infant daughters. They were visiting Sydney and attended uh, her husband's accountant convention. Oh, sounds awful. An accounting convention? Yeah. Oof. Oh, Jesus. Could you imagine anything more painful? Rape. Yeah. <laughs> the attack took place. Now, see, that's the kind of thing that gets us bad reviews on iTunes. Yeah, Why? No, we, we, we denounce rape. We denounce didn't, it, Brandy. I did denounce, denounce it. it. Da- denounce it, Satan. I did denounce it. <laughs> okay. You said, can you imagine anything more painful? And I said, yeah, rape. Well, there's a million things. I'm sure she'd have rather I, been okay, but at the accounting convention. On, on the spectrum that I'm talking about, I mean, like, there's a million things that could have come up between an accounting convention well, and rape. I think she was relating it to the story. I mean, it was a I car was wreck. To the story. I mean, just, you know, getting she hit by a car. She has her finger on the pulse of the story. <laughs> oh, it's on the pulse. <laughs> it's on the pulse. I, I'm so goddamn refresh. happy to be back. <laughs> She's it's so on the pulse. Anyway, so um, whatever he gets uh, convicted. <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yada, I'm recapping. Yada, yada. I find out I'm just recapping what I just said. You're recapping yourself. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> the attack been took place. On this day. Oh, I guess this is important. The attack took place. <laughs> <as> she, <laughs> she had been walking through the Sydney Botanical Gardens at huh. 10 o'clock a.m. Did they attack this woman in the morning? In the, in the middle, that's so, probably a busy time. So what she was, taking, she was taking pictures of the Consortium of Music uh, while waiting to meet her <laughs> husband and daughter. Not hers, plural. When interrupted by a passerby, the rapist took off with her handbag, leaving her semi-conscious victim. So she's in serious condition, so... So, yeah, so clearly he beat her and then yeah. tried to rape her. So that does seem like an important part, yeah. It was, he told yeah. investigators that he was glad to have the crime off his chest at last. Oh. He did. He said, I don't know what came over me. I've always regretted it. So Free at last. Free at last. I'm showing some remorse, Brandy. I don't think he is. All right, Brandy, tell us what happens next. I'm going to. Lenny the loon. Okay, so when he was interviewed by a psychiatrist in the Long Bay Jail, Fraser said that at the time of the rape of the French tourist, he was living off the proceeds of several prostitutes who worked the streets. So he was pimping at the time. And pimping ain't easy. All right, so you've told me. Fraser claimed to have been involved in numerous homosexual relationships. Okay. And not, was not. Nothing that we, but wait a minute. We don't frown upon it. No, that's fine. As long as it was consensual. But Exactly. But he was not sexually involved with any of his alleged workers know, you don't well, shit where well, you that's eat that's where he draws a line you don't oh. shit where you this, eat this, now he has uh situational scruples well situational don't, don't we all <laughs> it's like yeah I, I i don't mind raping somebody in a dry cleaning place but i will not bang one of my co-workers that's where i draw the line i told you yeah he's he's that he he's he's a very ethical uh man that sure already. is uh, he told the psychiatrist he'd be happy if he never saw his brothers or sisters again, and he hated his mom and dad. All right. His main ambition, and I think all of our main ambitions here, is to be a member of the Hells Angels motorcycle gang. Yeah, they frowned on that uh, rape and stuff, though. Hells Angels do? Yeah. Is that on their application yeah. that you filled out? No, I, no, <laughs> you got to check the box. Was you convicted of a felony? Yeah. Because I think you got to check that box to get in. 
Well, isn't that that's like one of the hierarchies in prison? They don't like they don't enjoy rapists. No, 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 no. Kitty no, diddlers no. either. Oh, what? Which is fine. Kitty diddlers. Kitty child, diddlers. child molesters. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't take kindly to that. Well, no, they don't. So They're on the lower of the hierarchies. A burglar mm-hmm. is higher than that. You think? Yeah. Mm. Uh, in December of 1974, at the Sydney District Court, Leonard Frazier pled guilty to two counts of rape and two counts of attempted rape. The court psychiatrist's disturbing assessment was that Frazier was beyond help. Uh, he is quoted as saying, he has no conscience at all. He will use anyone and anything to his advantage without giving a lot of thought to other people's feelings. He has little or no impulse control. Apart from this, there is no real psychiatric disability. There is no known treatment for this kind of psychopathic state. Hold on, devil. Hmm. Does that sound like maybe the way Timmy treats us during the show? A little bit. Could you repeat a few of those things? Little or no impulse control. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he give, was gonna get talking monkeys. Take does his not shit give home. a lot of thought to other people's feelings. No, not all. Not at all. Has no conscience at all. <laughs> None whatsoever. I mean, to me, this describes. Yeah, you. but but he has no psychiatric problems. Other other than that. <laughs> other, other than, than that. that. So he's not crazy. He's just a psychopath. With all of this in mind, the court sent Frazier to prison for the maximum of twenty-two years and reluctantly set the non-parole period at what the law demanded, seven years. The happiest person in the court when the sentence was handed down was Frazier's mother, Daphne, who told the Sydney Morning Herald, I have abandoned him as my son, she said. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but I can rest while he's inside. I go to bed at night, and when I hear the news of an assault or robbery, I know it will not be Lenny. You know you're a scurvy bitch when your mama up cheering when you go to prison. Yeah, buddy. Give him more. Give him more. Seven right. Years, at least she didn't put him on a bus and said, see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That poor son of a bitch. Right. Uh, released in 1981. Yeah. He would have really been better off, though, if his mother just disowned him and just <laughs> yeah. said, yeah, fuck yeah. it. Uh, it sounds like this was a hard-working mother, though. She didn't dress she him like She was doing her thing. Yeah. yeah. There was no, him. Yeah, there was no there record was no, of any yeah. kind of abuse or anything. Uh, he was released in 1981 after serving the minimum sentence of seven years. Uh, Frazier made his way to McKay in Queensland and took a job as a laborer on the roadways. All right. Gandy so dancer. Gandy dancer. In 1982. Hold me closer, Gandy dancer. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> That's uh, good, Carl. In 1982, Frazier gained entry to a woman's house by showing interest in a car she had for sale and once inside grabbed her from behind held her arm up her back as he'd done with his previous attacks. That's his thing. Apparently. To the amazement of investigating officers, the woman said she talked Frazier into allowing her to call her husband while the physical assault was taking place. Uh, oh, excuse me, just one minute before you, before yeah. you smack me. Can you give me a second? <laughs> uh, and during the call, Frazier took the phone and told the man, I hope you're not going to kill me. I just wanted to prove a point that somebody could break in and rape your, girl, your missus. So now, he's see, doing so a public he, service. He's a dick. I have gained entry into a woman's house by uh, going to look at a guitar. And see, that's scary, man. I, okay, I, and there's two things with that. First of all, so what? And second of all, did you rape or kill her? I bought the guitar. Okay, so going back to my first point, so what? Well, the fact that she let him in there at his house. Yeah, so you be I mean, people put stuff on Craigslist. They'll just let you walk right in. But it actually did surprise me because it was a woman. She was by herself. I was by myself. She probably knew Krav Maga would whoop your ass. 
Well, I don't the other know. problem is that you could, you know, she could claim you assaulted her when you didn't. You know what I mean? Or she yeah, could have assaulted Chuck. Or she could assault assaulted Chuck. I got a pretty Chuck. damn good deal on the guitar, though. All right. So he was doing a public service. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the McKay District Court, Frazier was sentenced two months in jail for aggravated assault on the woman. Out of jail, Frazier settled in McKay in late 1982. He was living with a woman and her son, Jesus Christ, in an old house that had been converted into apartments. They had a daughter. He had a daughter with the woman, and he managed to hold down his job as a laborer with the railways for the next two and a half years. In late 1985, after stalking a 21-year-old woman for several days as she went on her daily walks at an isolated beach at Shoal Point, north of McKay, Frazier brutally raped her, again by attacking his victim from behind, holding her arm up her back, and again in broad daylight. Given his record and habitual habitual modus operandi, the offender wasn't hard. Ooh, that, uh, Timmy getting into the Latin words there. Yeah, like that, girl. Yeah. The offender wasn't hard to find and was sentenced to twelve years in jail. At sentencing, Fraser. At sentencing, Fraser, Justice Darrington said he regarded the prisoner as a dangerous man who preyed on women who were strangers and alone. Quote: They would regard you as being the equivalent of a filthy animal. Uh, it is one of the worst forms of degradation on another human being you can think of, and it deserves no sympathy whatsoever. Good for him. Yeah. In Rockhampton's Etna Creek Prison, where Frazier served his time, he became known as Lenny the Loon due to his erratic and unpredictable behavior and will henceforth be known as Lenny the Loon on this podcast. His violent outbursts would be triggered off for no apparent reason, much like Timmy. And the prison mm-hmm. lore was that it was wise to give Lenny the widest possible space. You know, Timmy talks about... I, I was going to put the word birth in there, but then I thought, yeah, it might confuse you. <laughs> See? This is what I'm talking about. He, uh, Timmy, I still have the Timmy screwdriver. Timmy talks about the talking monkeys, but he's really like a chimpanzee. Just very unpredictable. Fling you never poo. know when he's going to get violent. Fling poo. Flings poo all the time. Yeah, I don't think a, I've ever flung. You are poo. a poo flinger. <laughs> I don't think I've ever flung poo. There in my are life. times though, if you had poo, you would have flung it at You'd us. You'd have flung it. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he's that chimpanzee that's sitting over there, like smoking a cigarette and giving the bird. Yeah. You're that sitting guy in the bar. Yeah, you're that guy. Remember the chimpanzee they had in the bar for a long time that used to smoke all the time. No, <laughs> that was one. It was. It was not far. I'm not kidding. It was not. It was like in Trenton, Ohio. Oh, that's not surprising. As people bear crazy. All right. I like when you have you seen the in New York they used to have this chicken that would play you tic tac toe mm-hmm. and win. Oh, it win every time. And then the first thing people say when they lose, "Fucker played every day." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then you say, "Yeah, he played every he plays all the time." But mm-hmm. then you say, "Well, he's a chicken, and you're a human, so that should be you should have some advantage." But still, he, that's his life is playing tic tac toe. It's and, a chicken. He has a know, chicken brain. What I've learned is. You can uh, you can come to a draw with tic tac toe every single time. What I've learned is that Chuck's afraid to play a chicken in tic tac toe. <laughs> no, nope. I excuse. could at least yeah. come to a draw. At least come to a draw with the chicken. All right, so Lenny the Loon gets out of prison in January of 1997. He moved in. Evidently, his woman, whatever woman he had going in, left him. He moved in with a terminally ill woman at Yapoon a coastal township south of McKay after telling her that he was friendless, 
broke and had nowhere to live. Well, see, did he if tell you're her why? I, well, and I think he was being honest with her. But. Well, no, but I mean, did he tell her why he was friendless, oh, broke, and nowhere to oh, live? Oh no, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't. I can't. Oh, remember. wait a minute. This woman had corresponded yeah. with and visited Frazier regularly while he was in prison. So she knew. Oh, she so was he's a misunderstood. Was yeah. Right, uh, yeah, she was misunderstood. She met him on writeaprisoner.com, I guess. Or jail right babes. Pr- jail babes. <laughs> yeah, jailbabes.com. I want to write to prisoners. He, All right, we will. Timmy I want to write has. to Jody Arias. And now Why? To uh, J- mm, China, no. uh, Gina Han when we were, when they yeah, uh, had the um, innocent project. So she were, had to. Didn't Jody Arias claim that the guy did rough anal on her, so she killed him? Something. Know. She I did claim know. that. I know. Gina I, Han was the one. You're asking. I said I don't know. Gina Han was the one. I'm not disputing a, it. Uh, um, convicted of trying to kill her sister. Right. Yeah. And I corresponded with her for a while. With Shocking. The Anderson, Anderson and she couldn't have done There's it. There's another set of twins that they just uh, charged one of the twins. She drove over a damn cliff in Hawaii with the twin sister in the car. Yeah. Nice. The twin got killed. All right. So the relationship developed into a sexual one with Frazier becoming progressively aggressive. And when the woman left home to go to Brisbane for treatment for her cancer, Frazier followed. And after she refused to come home with him, he allegedly raped her in the hospital chapel. And six months later, she died of cancer. Ugh. Frazier returned to live in Mount Morgan, a mining town of 3,500 residents on the Burnett Highway southeast of Yapoon and near Rockhampton. I would love to live in Yapoon. <laughs> yeah. Where you live. Yapoon. Yapoon. <laughs> Uh, it didn't take long before the locals were talking about the I strange man. I just go around saying it all day, would you? Yeah. I have a yeah, but you Yapoon know High you School from? T-shirt. Yapoon. Y H S S Y H H S. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yapoon. I know. And then you got to write. And then you got to write it down. You get the Australian accent too. Yeah. You can't do it. And then you got to write that shit down. Yapoon, mate. I'm from Yapoon, mate. No, you both sound like you're slow. <laughs> lived in Uranus before. <laughs> and then I moved not, to Stop. I don't even know what accent that is, but it's bad. All we're right. going to have to get Allie to tell us so how to strange, pronounce that word. So the strange people, the people started talking about the strange guy that had come to live in their little hamlet. Uh, an intellectually disabled woman complained to police that Frazier had annoyed the word hamlet her. in there? You did. Oh, you like that's that? pretty damn good, Timmy. <laughs> Percocet, baby. <laughs> it got your creative juices kind of flowing. It did, it did. All right, so some some an intellectually disabled woman complained to police that Frazier had annoyed her while she was riding on the bus. <laughs> not the worst. He's a prick. <laughs> it annoyed. Her. Was he doing one of those? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. There's, there's very few worse things. Well, me Although my, there's some great vid- YouTube videos of people being asses on the bus. Oh, I no, know. Well, me and my brother, when we was kids, we was little kids, we're, we're on the bus, and it's a uh, it's a pretty crowded bus. And it's back in the 70s when a lime green pantsuit was popular for women. Well, or men. And you can see this woman just kind of like, she's standing, but she's just like kind of wiggling. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden... Just the most god awful stench permeated uh, the bus, uh, and you could see 
a spreading brown stain in the back of her life. Why are you telling that story? Oh, man. Did she fling it? Because that's the only way this ties into anything. People who annoy you on buses. That's more than an annoyance. (laughs) The annoying part is the annoying thing is when your brother sits next to you going, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching. That's being annoying on the bus. When a woman sits on on the bus and she's standing right by it, that's annoying. That's more than annoying. So another time we're on the bus. Oh, good. And, uh, oh, there's more to this. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm young. My brother's about 14 years old. Yeah, is this like a 40 minute story? Where'd my and screwdriver it, it go. It was like a 40 minute drive on the bus. All so right. we was on there a long time. I look over. My brother is dead asleep, and he's got his head resting on the old man's shoulder next to him. <laughs> That's annoying. I see, I've seen people do that on airplanes before. I was yeah. waiting for the old man to just wrap his arm around him and That's annoying. take him home for his own. But yeah, the woman, the woman, uh, uh, she, she fouled herself on the bus and it fouled the entire bus. Yes. And we had a long ways to go. And was she it had summertime? Ways, huh? Was it summertime? It was summertime. And oh, she just, God. you know what, by this time. What are you going to do? She just gave up. Yeah, I mean, she had a long way to go. She's like, "Okay, I crap myself." <laughs> Deal There's with nothing it. you can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crap. My, I'm I'm here. I'm crapped. <laughs> Deal with it. Fraser uh, was seen roaming around the town at all hours of the night, and every day when the local schools came out, he was waiting at the front gate where he would try and strike up a conversation with any female to, of any age who passed in or out. You know those guys are on the street too. You know, I mean, like you walk downtown Cincinnati. Oh, I know. There's these uh, people yeah. will strike up, try to strike up conversations with. You I don't want to talk to you. I don't. I don't want to talk to people I know most of the time, yeah. let alone you. Exactly. Fraser frequented employment agencies that serviced the intellectually handicapped in search of female partners, and he mowed lawns and drove children to school for petrol and beer money. Hmm. What? I guess they didn't who have let? To, I, who let? that lunatic drive children to school <laughs> come on ain't you ever been on a school bus ain't nothing school bus drivers is all lunatics well back in the day yeah they were toward the end of 1998 fraser moved into an apartment in rock in rockhampton population 62,000, with an intellectually handicapped 19 year old christine rate yeah that's not a good situation uh, by early April 1999, another woman and her 11-year-old daughter moved into the spare room of the apartment to help pay the rent. Uh, it didn't last long. Shortly after the woman moved, shortly after the woman moved out, accusing Fraser of interfering with her daughter, Fraser was kicked out when the landlady caught him having sex. Well, God. The landlady kicked him out when she caught him having sex with Rate's Blue Heeler cattle dog. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In the backyard. Oh, oh, that's a good way to get your peck a bit off. The dog died several weeks later uh, from rat poison. Rat Aww. poison? Well, so he poisoned he, the dog. Yeah, I think he So could. he couldn't testify. Well, <laughs> Bitches be testifying. No, testify. I think she walked in on him, Shepherds called him testifying. out for it, and then he yeah, and then he poisoned out, the dog. Out of revenge, yeah, he killed the dog. On April twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. So this guy's a dog banger too. Evidently, he'll stick his dick in anything. Lenny the loon. Yeah, but damn. You give him a wide berth. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, from your poon. Yeah, on April twenty second, nineteen ninety nine. Nine year old. Kira Steinhardt disappeared when she was taking a shortcut through a vacant lot on her way home from school. I'm just saying. What are you saying? If it was a boy dog, that would hurt the poor boy dog. I bet it would hurt the girl dog, too. I mean, at least they got... I'm not saying... I'm not... What are you doing? Well, yeah, because you <laughs> no, know what? We, we do it doesn't. Not. I mean, it doesn't no. matter what kind of dog. It I'm doesn't matter saying... what. Any, uh, how are you? <laughs> so wait a minute. I just want to get this straight. So in your in your mind, tis better to have, tis better that he would have had sex with a girl dog than a boy no, dog. I'm just wondering because then not only is he you know bestiality. Well, it's homosexual bestiality. Clearly, it's Sodom and Gomorrah over there. But if it's a girl dog, well, that's okay, because then at least he's straight. Like, is that what you're telling me? Or do you really need to not talk? <laughs> because I think you, you, you owe our listeners an apology. Carol. I think he owes everybody no, no, in his life an the apology. The only point I was trying to make oh is... Oh, my God, I wish you'd make it. If a female dog went into heat... And this is an honest question. If a female dog went into heat... Why does it matter? Wh- what? Because... You Here's think he, what I'm thinking. Wait, so she's Most asking for it? dick are bigger wait a than humans. Wait a minute. Was she walking so she around asking get... for it? She have her tail up? Was she swishing? Was she like a corgi? Because those things have cute butts. I mean, was Why she asking for words it? in my mouth? All I'm oh, saying I'm, is... You're, you're, you're saying if she was in heat... penis is much larger than a man's penis, depending on the breed, I suppose. Well, it and, depends on the man, too. And the man. <laughs> so if it were a female dog, if it were a male dog, it seemed like the son of a bitch would fight and argue and bite. And t- and a male, female, or I mean, if it were a male, it would be sodomizing the dog. And if it were a female, it might not fight back and attack you as much because it might think, oh, I'm in heat. This is... Yeah, yeah we don't have the information wrong. on it, whether that... The dog was male or female. <laughs> or whether or she it, was asking for it. Or heat or not. research So that, I think uh, we're just going to oh say my God. that um, it was a poor attempt at uh, humor on the colonel's part. No, it, it was actually a legitimate question. When you hear of people having sex with I, I, dogs, you wonder where, how the dog doesn't kill yeah, them. Yeah, there goes our iTunes ratings. Doesn't that make sense to you? How does a dog not turn around and just bite the shit Any out of, of you? them. Yeah. Any of them. It doesn't matter if they're male, a, female, in heat or not. Any abuse, of them. Animal abuse. Either. I'm not saying it's not animal abuse. You're not getting my question. Oh, here. I got your question. How do they not? How do none of They might have. You never know. He could have had his arm scratched up. He could have had his, uh, you know, you don't know. He's crazy. 
Lenny the Loon. Yeah, you don't well, stop talking. Hopefully the dog. I'm gonna stab you in the face. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully the dog. I'm gonna stab you in the face. Be quiet. Well, then the dog was killed too. That's then yeah. The dog got wrapped. No, I. Okay, I'm Quit gonna talking. be done with that. I. You should have been done with that. Well, nobody answered my question. What? Wow. Why didn't she turn around? Dog turn around and bite him? Or is yeah. a dog? What? I don't know because I don't have the psychic connection with that fucking animal to know why he didn't turn around and bite the fucking well, I'm not guy. blaming Maybe the victim he here. You are blaming the victim. <laughs> why bit, didn't she bit, bite? A little bit. Yeah, why didn't the dog turn around and bite him? A little bit. It just seemed like a natural thing that the dog would turn There's, around. Yes. You got your pack all out. The dog turns around, takes good hold of it. It's like one of those rawhide bones, and all of a sudden you ain't got a dick no more. But just because you thought this little blue-heeled thing was cute. Can we talk about Kira Steinhardt for a second? Yeah, this is not good. Yeah. So an eyewitness to the abduction, uh, Lynette Kiernan, who lived opposite the vacant lot, told police that she saw a man catch up with the little girl and hit her from behind in the head area. And this little girl's nine. She's nine. Uh, The girl fell to the ground, and she couldn't see her in the long grass, but she saw her assailant fall on her and move as if he were raping her. Then the assailant ran away and returned, returned shortly after with a car and lifted the little girl from the ground into the trunk and drove away. Yeah, this woman didn't call the police. Until or go over and see if the little girl I, was okay. No, I mean, yeah. that guy went on. Whatever. So they just kind of let this go on? And yeah. Terrified of repercussions, it took Miss Kiernan a critical 20 minutes to pluck up the courage to make an anonymous phone call to the police. By then, little Kira was dead and disposed of. Oh. The following day, police well, traced... To, imagine having to live with that the rest of your life. Yeah. The following day, police traced Frazier through Miss Kiernan's description of his early model, red Mazda 626 sedan, and picked him up. It was two weeks before Frazier broke and confessed to Kira's murder and told police, took police to her naked body. He had abandoned it on a thick bed of grass near the Rockhampton race course. Her throat had been cut... And as if in a belated veil of chastity, Frazier had draped Kira's green school jumper over her torso. When questioned by investigators, Frazier's roommate, Christine Raitt, said that she had gone for a drive with Frazier along a bush track near Rockhampton's race course on the day that Kira had gone missing. Miss Raitt said that Frazier stopped the car and told her not to watch what he was doing. Yeah, that's think, not suspect uh, at that, all. Yeah, don't don't look. Don't worry about nothing it. Nothing here. Nothing going. Move along. Yeah, nothing to see. Nothing here, to see folks. here. Um, with, so he's d- basically disposing of this body. Right. With, her with that, in she the said car. he removed what looked like a blonde doll wearing a green school uniform from the trunk. From the trunk, Miss Rate said that Fraser saw her looking. He dropped what he was carrying and went back to the car and reached in the window and punched her. Jesus. She then looked straight ahead, and after a little while, Frazier got back into the car and drove away. Uh, drove away. Miss Raitt said that when they returned home that evening, Frazier washed the trunk out thoroughly. DNA samples taken from the blood and hair found in the trunk of Frazier's car matched that of Kira Stein- Steinhardt. There were also other females' blood in the trunk on the trunk hinge and on a cigarette paper in the glove box. On... May 7, 1999, Frazier was charged with the rape and murder of Kira Steinhardt. He remained stoic throughout the trial and neither called for nor gave any evidence on his own behalf except to steadfastly deny at the start that he had neither abducted, raped, or murdered Kira or that he was in or near the lot on the day in question. 
In the light of the overwhelming evidence, Leonard Frazier was found guilty of the abduction and murder of Kira Steinhardt at, Rocking, at Rockhampton on April 22, 1999. So that didn't last very long at all. At Frazier's sentencing on November 9, 2000, Justice Ken McKenzie labeled him a sex predator of the worst kind. Justice McKenzie said that he could see no reason to suppose Frazier had any prospect of rehabilitation and sentenced him to an indefinite life sentence. The sentence virtually slammed the cell, the cell door behind Frazier for the rest of his life, but that would not be the end of it. Police have very good reasons to believe that Frazier had also murdered another schoolgirl, Natasha Ryan, and three women, Julie Turner, Bev Lego, and Sylvia Bendetti, who had all gone missing in Rockhampton between September of 98 and April of 99. Yeah, so he gets, there's a, he starts running his mouth to, um, a cellmate because he is not bright yeah he's not real bright and um, that gives it clues them in on these other murders but go ahead colonel are we, are we gonna just go al- along with this cake thing to me brandy's eating cake but it's okay it's a um, celebration it's a quiet here. cake it's a quiet cake and it's a celebration here at work so celebrate. nope no no, no. <clears throat> okay timmy let me uh let me bring your prose to life here. thank you colonel more charges and convictions here. Now, Natasha Ryan, 14, had disappeared on September 2, 1998, while on her way north to Rockhampton School in the same area where Kira was killed. Julia Don Turner, 39, had worked with Frazier for a couple of months in 1998. On December 28, 1998, Julie Don Turner left Rocking, Rockhampton's airport. I'm sorry. Liberty Nightclub in the early and wee hours of the morning in an intoxicated state. Apparently broke, she had asked around for enough money to get a cab home, and when none, when none was forthcoming... Mm-hmm. You like that? I like that one, Timmy. Thank you. She started walking. From there, she disappeared, but Julie had previously told friends that she was moving in with a guy named Lenny, mm. but it had not elaborated further. So, Almost sounds like Lanny. I was going to say, sooner or later, Brandy going to tell us she's moving in with a guy named Lanny. Mm-hmm. Um, Beverly, Doreen Lego, um, no relation to the Lego family, um, that <laughs> fortune. <laughs> um, Matt you Fraser, know? You uh, don't Matt know Morgan. That. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. This lady's a victim, so she You don't know spell. that. No, she, she spells the name with two Gs. Lego. 36, she met him at Mount Mor- at a Mount Morgan hostel where he was staying in 1997. She was last seen um, on March 1999, two years later. Sylvia Maria Bendetti, 19, disappeared on April 17, 1999. Six days later, while police were searching for the body of Kira Steinhardt, who had disappeared the day before, they were led to the derelict Queensland Hotel by its wreckers. Who made it? Who made a horrific discovery? What did they find, Colonel? In the room thirteen, Timmy. Room thirteen. Never check into room thirteen. No. The carpet was soggy with blood, and there was blood sprayed all over the ceiling and walls. Nice. Ugh. There were bone fragments in the carpet. In the downstairs freezer, Timmy, they found a pair of women's shoes submerged in filthy water. That's so, gross. Well, apparently the freezer wasn't working well either. Needed a repairman. Good good point, Colonel. A forensic examination revealed that the blood was human, and given the 
spate of missing women in recent months. Very nice, Timmy. A spate. A spate. You like that? Please had good reason to believe the blood to be that of Sylvia Benedetti. By now, they also believed that there was a distinct possibility that there was a serial killer in their midst. By the bodies, they kept turning up every fucking where. Um, you know, when you get about 10 bodies just, you know, floating around, falling all over, falling out of... Dead bodies don't just fall out of the damn sky. So you think that was a, that was a clue? Yeah, I think it was. It's... It's amazing how long it takes these people to put this shit together. But anyway, the attack had been so savage on this woman, Tim, mm-hmm. that the victim had lost about four liters of blood. Jeez. Mm. Which is about as much as a woman the size of Sylvia had in her entire body. She, bled, she was bled out, basically. Yeah, police believe that Sylvia was known to Frazier and was seen with him on the night before she disappeared. DNA tests of blood found in the trunk of Frazier's car matched that of blood found in the room. You know, you see these that, people that, like that. wandering around and, and you know, this you know, there've been there's folks who are certainly mentally ill and they have their medications or whatever. But you see these folks who you think are probably harmless but they're they're not harmless. Some of them aren't, yeah. Some of them are not harmless, yeah. Lenny DeLoon was not harmless. No nope. right. Lanny DeLoon, he might be harmless. Maybe. Hopefully he is harmless because you're going to be married to him, living in a van down by the river. Works at Pet Boys. Working at Pet Boys. Yeah. You're probably going to be, you're going to be, what what do you think she'll be doing by then, Timmy? Oh, my God. I'll be here with you fuckers. That's where I'm going to be. I know. I, I, no, I, I, I see her in a trailer with Lenny's uh, dialysis appointments and you'll lose your job. Yeah, and she'll have the uh, curlers in her hair. Mm-hmm. Have a big, you know, a uh, bathrobe on. She'll be running up the street, fighting with the woman. Pink flamingos in their yard outside the trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm still armed. I don't know why you two are talking. (laughs) I'm just saying it. You know, I feel like you've had enough warnings at this point. I'm just no. We're just trying to speculate. Trying to speculate. Look, dog fucker. I don't want to hear from you anymore. Yeah, you. Yeah, that dog remark was really out of line. It was not a remark. It was a question Brandy, that I had. Do you, do you think that the dog remark About was dog that, fuckers? Yeah. Was that our line? It was gross. Yes. Yeah. It, it was, was not a remark. It was a I question. Was, I was appalled How by it. How do you try to Are bang a dog I, without getting And you don't get appalled either. I easily. don't get appalled easily. And I clutch the pearls. <laughs> I I'm just saying. I clutch her pearls. I'm just so, saying. Hold on. So I'm, what you're saying is. Out of you three, to out of this group, I'm the tasteless one. Yeah, you're the one that was talking about what you know, dog fucking. Yeah. Oh, I w- It was a simple question. Uh, you don't don't try it. You just you just dig you yourself just keep, deeper. You just, just did. Just apologize like, and move on. Kind of feel like Sean Spicer over here, Timmy. You should feel like Sean Spicer. <laughs> you are no longer allowed in our well, ghost town. Going to be on a. You are no longer allowed in our ghost town that we're going to buy. <laughs> even even Hitler didn't bang a dog. All right, continue. But girl. uh. But while police believed that Frazier had murdered all four women, without their bodies or confession, they could not pin a thing on him. Hey, you can't pin this on me, see? Mm. So, not until he started talking to his cellmate, that is. See, why do you bother talking to your cellmate, telling him every fucking thing you did? I don't know. I guess you think you have nothing to lose. I just don't think it's a good move. No, it's not a good move. And I quote, what I have gone through has caused me to kill these people. He told the cellmate, all the hate over the years has come to the fore. 
and ended with the murder of people. When confronted by detectives about said confessions, Frazier shocked them by offering to take them to where the bodies were concealed. Seems right. That's legit. In a top-secret operation... Top secret. ...that could have fallen apart at any time, as Frazier said that he hated the media and did not want any coverage... Fake news. Oh, Fake yeah. News. yeah. Ho- 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 homicide detectives... The homicide? The homicide. The homeless side mm. detectives took him out of prison and flew him by private jet nice. to Rockhampton and secretly video and audio taped him as he led them to the remains of Ms. Lego and Mr. Potato Head. Right. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, Ms. Lego and Ms. Turner. Um, <laughs> the victims. Yeah, I wasn't up. making fun of Ms. Turner. Make, I was yeah, just you saying you got Ms. Lego, uh, you got Mr. Potato Head. That's yeah. all. I'm just you're saying, a Mr. Potato <clears throat> Head. You're being insensitive. And you're getting me. in trouble by Dimmy. I, you know, if he had a talking monkey to talking monkey, I bet he'd be pretty goddamn insensitive. You know, the talking Monkeys monkey not would own, not be no. making jokes about <clears throat> dogs. It was not a joke. It was a goddamn biological question. That's all I asked. Continue. Jesus. Continue, Colonel. You're getting you're, you're getting a little. You're, 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 you're well, getting you your You can't even try to enlighten you people. You're getting your dandruff up. Well, you know what? Getting his dandruff up, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm out. I'm just, go ahead. Okay, but here's what they found. Partial remains of Sylvia were found um, and had already been discovered by surfers in the bushland near Sandy Point Beach, but Frazier had been unable to lead police to the rest of the remains. But what they found was all the evidence detectives needed to charge Frazier with multiple, multiple, multiple? Brandy. Multiple murders. Okay. At his trial in the Brisbane Supreme Court Brandy held cake. in April 2003, Frazier pleaded not guilty to the murders of <laughs> Natasha Ryan. Julie Turner. Cake takes priority. And I love it, but it's not like I'm going to fuck it or anything. <laughs> Because I'm not a cake fucker. <laughs> See? Well, you don't, yeah, but don't judge. Yeah, don't be so, yeah. Oh, I'm judging the hell out of this one over here. Why are you judging so I have concerns for Rudy at this point. Well, I know about the dog remark, but you, a, a, a cake is an a, animated object. It's a what? <laughs> animated object. What an the fuck kind of cake object. you buy? <laughs> Dances around, has a great An time. animated object. My cake twerks. An animated object, <laughs> god damn it. My hey, cake. You, you cannot. You it's cannot. not a goddamn cartoon cake. My cake twerks. No, 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 because you know, you the, the, you see these people Does are, the running are, man. Are, are, you're speaking up for... Um, these sex robots and sex dolls and things that they're being abused. It's like, That's what they're for. <laughs> That's my point. But the, but there are these, you know, there's this like movement on the internet to make of this. Of course there is. <laughs> of course it's on the internet. Robots it, are people too. Tell me that's what it's called. Well, you know, Taylor, I, and may, maybe I've said this before. But I'm sure you have. Taylor actually had a legitimate question. Several times. Got him into the same trouble. Probably that, earlier in the podcast. That it got me into is Taylor said, you know, I'm not really sure. I Whilst I have no personal desire myself. You didn't preface with that, but go ahead. Yeah. He said, while I have no personal desire myself, why is it illegal to fuck a cow? Because it's animal abuse. Well, and you can't get consent from but, a cow. Because what we're going to do, yes, but what we're going to do is a drive a stake through its skull 
chop it up, throw him on a grill and eat him, but fucking him's cruel. It is mean. Fucking the cow's mean. It is mean. Yeah, it's mean. <laughs> Do you it see, is. You don't, I don't know that you see the... Oh, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, we're going to I'm not drooling over here. I totally gonna, fucking see what you're saying. I get all that, but it's still mean, and uh, that's weird. And uh, I don't and I don't understand why there's even that discussion happening. There's a lot of bestiality going on at your house, <laughs> and I'm going to need to talk to Renee about it. <laughs> I'm just saying because I don't I think she realizes. A legitimate question. We don't really. Of care course, how you we thought it was a legitimate the, question. We don't care how we treat these chickens. We put them in coops where the wires oh, grow into yeah. there. But you fuck you know. one chicken, all of a sudden you're a chicken fucker. Exactly. Yeah. Tim I'm was not, ta- wait a minute, and I want it noted that. Tim was talking about robots, and you all of a sudden want to get into again. <laughs> no, I'm just again. saying that there, there's no, no. But okay, I get the animals. No, no. I get that's wait, animal wait abuse. No, but a robot? No, I understand what Artificial you're saying. I was actually, you know, using you as the example. You were talking about robots. They're in the words inanimate. Yes. <laughs> yeah, animate. they're inanimate objects. That's what I said. You know, they're laminated. Yeah, they're all those things. <laughs> they're laminated. And you were talking about that. Well, then all of a sudden, of course, Beastmaster over here has to start talking about fucking a cow. I bet he, I bet he has a, uh, and a chicken name called Beastmaster. Too. I bet he does. <laughs> Some dark ass master sixty nine. There's this. Uh, I was listening to Howard Stern yesterday, and they 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 do a lot of prank calls. And they prank called this gay sex hotline, and the guy's name was Fagmaster. And he was like his dominator. That seems wrong. <laughs> I know. It, it's terribly wrong. But, you know, apparently this guy makes all kind of money. I, mean, oh, I bet like, they do. He's like independently wealthy by doing this thing. I think it's, yeah, it's in New York or something. But Yeah, they, you they got Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I can make money doing phone sex. Well, I could make money doing phone sex, but it takes away from it when I got kids in the background. <laughs> mom, mom, oh, when well, you got off the phone, mom. Because when they called this guy and they were pranking him, if one one of the calls he says, "Wait a minute, we got I, we got to stop. I have to go out to the car. The kids are awake." Yeah, oh, that yeah. ruins the moment. It does ruin the moment, and that would be my entire life. Yeah. All right. So you think Chuck is Beastmaster somewhere? Assmaster, Beastmaster, whatever. In the dark web. Oh yeah, dark web. Hey, if you could rejoin us and continue yeah, with the story, that'd actually, be great. Because it's your oh, turn. Okay, we're, we're going back to the story now. Yeah, I didn't know if we you are. two had gotten out of the rabbit hole you traveled down. Did you fuck a rabbit, too? Do you want to talk about that, too? <laughs> I like to... I like to stay on point when it was Easter. Easter. This yeah, it was Easter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a bunny fucker now. Leave me alone. Well, he draws the line. <laughs> Bunnies are cute. <laughs> they are cute. You got long ears, though. <laughs> Hang on to them ears. They got a lot of teeth in there. Yeah. So anyway. Give my carrot, they'll do it on almost anything. <laughs> Cause doesn't that go for most of your dates, too? Continue, Colonel. I, you know, I am on not... fire today. You are. You were like I'm saving all this up this. from last I know. week. I, while I we can't... were producing podcast. Yes, while we were producing. Content. Content for our fans. That was not well received. For our listeners. I saw complaints. <laughs> I saw no complaints. I saw many. Actually, I had about, I got, you know, that Saturday, I had like 15 messages in my inbox saying, hey, you know, I like Brandy, but why don't you get rid of it? The podcast are better without it. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't didn't, think. You didn't have enough? I don't think that happened. No, I, you, you don't want, you just don't want to say out loud. I don't want to, I don't want to comment. 
Okay. T- Timmy does want. Do that. not make my people rise up. Once I, <laughs> once I make the call. <laughs> it's like the dragons. Yeah, so I can't. Once I unleash the kraken, <laughs> it's over, and you can't fuck it either. Oh I'm just saying. <laughs> you could try, but I don't I think it would work. It up. Yeah. Okay. Now, if we, if if we, could. you know, really, what I'd like to bang is who I'd like to bang is. Uh, um, Zoe's uh, salon is what's her name? Zoe. Yeah, I know who you're talking in, about. In Avatar, when yeah, she was in that blue when she was the Avatar. Man, that's hot. Avatar sex is hot. Some Avatars. Zoe Are you going to grow your hair out so you can like do the ponytail thing? Because that's how they have sex. Oh, I didn't know that. Don't they have regular sex? No. No, that sucks. Do, have you ever actually watched Avatar? I think I did, but I'm waiting for the second one, and it's been like seven, nine, eight years. They're building Avatar World down in Florida. Well, why is it taking so long to get a second movie out? I don't, James Cameron's very busy. But yes, I do believe that's how they have sex is with their hair. No. That's also how they ride the animals. Yeah, they attach they, their ponytails yeah, to I it. Yeah, I know they attach their... That's, that's how they have a movie. But Zoe are we going to do if, a podcast, or are we going to talk if, about if, I'm telling you what, inanimate if, if things you want to bang? If I get Zoe it painted what? blue. Yeah, that's hot. All right, continue. So your me. next girlfriend, basically, you're going to have gonna be a smurf. dipped. <laughs> Flea hot dipped. Hot Dominican painted blue. That's Flea hot. dipped. Okay, well, I wouldn't mind a blue one, I guess. Thank you. Smurfette. Okay, now to recap, they found all, they went, he's got flown in on this private jet. I mean, you have one, one female smurf in all these. No, years. there's more now. Well, but before you had one I know, female but with smurf. The, with the new and movie. And you had all the, all with, the. I know, um, she was a whore. The rest of them But yeah, the new movie has a lot. Time. A new movie yeah. has a lot of girl smurfs now. All right. So, Go ahead. All right. That's the that's way it should be. Smurfette was a DP queen. So. <laughs> Now he's offended all of our cartoon listeners. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if there's any Smurf lovers out there. Do, does your you depravity know, know no bounds? You no. Know, <laughs> Smurfette was doing them to it. Well, what did, what did the judge say about uh, Li, uh, Lenny the Loon? Uh, I believe <laughs> oh, it. No redeemable qualities. <laughs> yeah. It, no impulse Piece of control. Shit, no impulse control. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a whole thing. You know, I just kind of feel like you've thrown me off my game here. <laughs> All right, continue with the. Did you story, have game? Please. I don't even know where I was at. So the jury, blah 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 blah. No, no, no blah blah blah. It <laughs> tells the story. He's painting a picture I'm over here. A picture of a blah picture. All right, continue. Okay, so now to recap, as they have gone down Alice in Wonderland's rabbit hole, what they have done is they've flown this Lenny Loon in by private jet to find the remains. They didn't find all the remains, but they did find all the evidence the detectives needed to charge him with multiple murders. Okay. At his trial in the Bisbane Supreme Court held in... Brisbane. (laughs) April of 2003. (laughs) And it would be, where is Brisbane? Way Um, to go, Captain uh, Obvious. (laughs) Frazier pleaded not guilty to the murders of Natasha Ryan, Julia Turner. Wait a minute. He told him about it, and now he's going to plead not guilty. (laughs) I I didn't do that. That would be the most frustrating. You son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm sure he was a loon. I'm sure he was. Well, clearly, that was his name. (laughs) The jury was told by prosecutors, prosecutor Paul Rutledge, if Fraser had boasted to his cellmate that he killed Natasha Ryan by knifing her because she was a... pregnant by him he then placed a body in a grave and it dug on a property outside of rockhampton frazier also said that he murdered sylvia bendetti and bled her like an animal in a rundown hotel and made a bloodied hand mark on the wall before smearing over it 
he allegedly um, also alleged that he had met Julie Turner at a shopping mall and was giving her a lift home. He then flogged into her after she slapped him when he put his hand on her leg. What does flogged into her? What does that mean? He jumped into her, grabbed her. I don't know. I'm not British or Australian. I don't know what Continue this shit means. Colonel. These people don't really speak you don't English speak, down Wait there. a minute. No, that's... I don't speak That's Kiwi. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> that's Tim. You don't speak Tim. Yeah. Flogged into her and he's got it. Probably meant, it probably meant bumped. <laughs> yeah. Now, the jury then saw the secret audio tape, the top oh. double secret audio he's, tape. They saw the secret audio tape? When Frazier showed the <laughs> Did it look like every other Memorex ever? <laughs> <laughs> they saw the secret videotape. Okay, it's a videotape? I'm sorry, they saw the secret audio tape. <laughs> well, who gives a shit? <laughs> and the prosecutor said, on this tape. <laughs> yeah. All right, continue. You're making a mockery of this whole you thing. Can tell, you can tell he's coming down from his high. Yeah. yeah. You're making uh, yeah. a mockery of my, my script. Apparently... They heard the secret audio tape. Well, you don't tape. know that. <laughs> so from uh, seeing this secret audio tape, mm -hmm. um, they wow. were able to deduce a few things. Mm -hmm. Now, the court did That they can't that, see with their ears? Did yeah, they deduce Sylvia that? Bendetti was last seen on April 18th sitting in Rockhampton Mall with, Fra with Frazier, and her blood was found in his car together with that of Kira Steinhardt. It was Miss Bendetti's blood that was found splattered all over the derelict hotel room. Um, a man who owned a shop opposite the Queensland Hotel told the court that he had mentioned to Frazier on April 21, 1999, that the hotel was about to be demolished, and Frazier had become angry and red in the face. He clenched his fist and said, They cannot do that. Uh, I, I gotta get beg in, to differ. I got to get in room 13. <laughs> yeah, I got to, yeah. Two days later, the wreckers discovered the blood-soaked room. There we go. On April... He, they're going to take some money off his credit card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're going to charge you They're going to charge that. a He's shit out of his card. your deposit back. No. Well, really, if they're getting ready to tell, tear the place down... Really you think really that'd be a good place to hide a body? Yeah. Well, it wasn't. No. Well, on, April, on Thursday, April 10th, 2003, the case took a sensational turn when one of the alleged victims, 18-year-old Natasha Ryan was discovered by police hiding in a cupboard at the home of a boyfriend, 26-year-old Scott Black, a mile from a mama's home. Yeah, this, this little girl. Scott Black and mild. <laughs> this uh, this little girl This little girl was missing, and they thought that she was one of his victims. Didn't, did he not say that she yeah, was one? Yeah, he, he told him it. Well, then how, like, how would he know her name? That's my Well, question. because I guess it was. From a, the papers? Yeah, it's a well-known story. And then she shows up during the trial, so it kind of. So the court immediately declared him not guilty of, of that her one. murder. There and you go. And his lawyers appealed to have the whole trial canceled, and no. that motion was denied. Yeah, they wanted a denied mistrial. When the trial resumed on now, April— Now, if the other three showed up— Well, then that's a bigger problem. Yeah, but no, just— But, you know, if I ever had a—here's what I would do. If I had that kind of case, I would say, ladies and gentlemen of the court, now think this through. I don't— In 10 minutes— in in, in 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 thirty seconds, the body because they haven't found the bodies, right? Uh huh. I'd say Miss Lego is gonna walk through that door to prove my client's innocence. Uh huh. And I, they would all look at the door, right? Uh huh. And then I would have somebody from the outside open the door and walk through. Now, obviously, it would not be Miss Lego. 
But I would say, see, look what you did there, jury. You turned around and looked. That's reasonable doubt right there. You got to acquit. That did not work in Oh God by George Burns, (laughs) and it's not going to work in this case. I I, I think it would work. I think that you believe for one minute. if You You think I didn't see Oh God, didn't you? (laughs) I did when I was a kid. Yeah. So... I thought that was the greatest legal move ever. Yeah. What's well, so, work for George? I tell you what, Ironsides. Why don't we just keep going here? <laughs> no, Ironsides was a detective. You're yeah. Was he all oh, Perry, Perry Mason? Mason. Yeah. Perry Mason. Get he was your, a lawyer. Get your things straight. But he was cool because Ironside was uh, uh, a. He was in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a, a, a. And this was back before shit was handicap accessible. So he had to get up the he stairs. Had to get up steps you know, and all kinds of shit. this fucking Gannon. Remember Gannon? <laughs> that guy weighed about four hundred fifty pounds, <laughs> yeah. and he would run after yeah. his. <laughs> he would run after the bad guy. <laughs> he would you run know after that motherfucker. Would be having a stroke after about fifty well, feet. Well, I think the show only lasted like three episodes before he stroked out, didn't it? <laughs> well, the new one lasted like one one episode, and they yeah, pulled it because it wasn't any good. Well, yeah. right. But he was the first one to have a car phone. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> I'll tell you who was the most badass. Was it one of those of in a bag? Time. No, no, no. It was a regular car phone. He had it in his car, but you know that, that shit cost money back in the day. I mean, oh, I know. I'll tell you who was the most badass. Uh, to me, there was two that you're never going to get. You had uh, Mannix. Oh, Mannix was cool. He always had that. Uh, he had that hot black. D- yeah, but he always started the show. Always started with his uh, uh, recording as as uh, Magnum PI. No, that's Mission Impossible. No, 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 no. He would say, "Hey, this is Mannix." I'm oh, not yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Now I like the Rockford Files. Oh, now yeah. that's who I'm thinking of. Rockford Files. Yeah, Rockford Files. Yeah. Mannix was cool, and Magnum. Magnum, Magnum was cool. PI. Magnum was always cool. Yeah, he and he had this. He. He has gotten better looking with age. Yeah, right. some bitch still around. Yeah, he is. He looks good. good. Yes, he does. Continue, Colonel. Okay, now, so podcast. anyway, they did not. Now he's talking about screwing Tom Selleck. I don't know. They did not use the the defense I would have used. Oh. So when the trial resumed, consult him the at jury all. heard evidence from Frazier's former cellmate, Alan Quinn, who said that Frazier often boasted to other inmates, saying, with bravado. Ooh, nice yeah, touch, I did it. Timmy. Nice you like, touch. You like that, Colonel? They're trying to get me on these murders, see? But they won't be able to pin them on me, see? Like Bugsy Malone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. How, how does he have... How is there possible that there's a team colonel? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I because don't know. we have some... And they seem like smart listen. people. I know. It's like they want to follow a moron around. <laughs> I know. <laughs> maybe he, maybe it'd be, he it'd helps... Be like in, uh, uh, it'd be like in Animal House where they... <laughs> Followed the, the band, marching band, went down that dead-end alley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like following him. See, now, everybody that's a member of Team Colonel, just remember, Timmy just insulted you. No, I insulted you. No, you insulted them. Continue, Colonel. So, and, and you know, I don't think Jessica Williams is going to take that too kindly. And Amber Krupp's on Team Colonel, and she's going to come and cut you. All right, continue. <laughs> so, uh, Quinn went on to say that Frazier had falsely confessed to him of killing Natasha Ryan, saying that the murder weapon and knife would never be found. See? Um, Because it never existed. (laughs) On May 19, 2003, a little more than a day's after a day's deliberation, the jury convicted Frazier of the murders of Sylvia Benedetti and Beverly Doreen Lego. And the manslaughter... They got got a meal ticket. They got dinner. Yeah, and the manslaughter of Julie Don Turner. The verdict of manslaughter meant that the jury believed that he did not intend to kill Turner. 
Frazier stood silent and red-faced. He was pissed as hell, and then yawned and stretched his hand behind his head as the verdict were handed down. His mother was in the background doing cartwheels and backflips. I bet she was. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't See how. Her mother, <laughs> his mother set confetti cannons off. doesn't say anything about his mama here, but you know she was up there like, yeah, send that motherfucker to jail forever. I don't want to ever see him. But I'll, I'll be bringing you a pie up there, honey. Now, on June 13, 2003, the judge sentenced John, Leonard John Frazier to three indefinite jail terms for the two murders and one manslaughter and described Frazier um, much like uh, listeners and me and you have described Timmy as an untreatable sociopath, That's psychopath. True. Yes. With a brutal desire. For middle-aged, now we won't describe him like that, but we describe him as an untreatable so, so psychopath. Am I but a sociopath guy, or a psychopath? There Pick is a you're difference. Both, really. Pick one. With a brutal desire for middle-aged women down to children. Now on New Year's Eve, New Day Year's Eve, Timmy, New Year's, two thousand six, John Lennon Frazier was watching the TV in prison, waiting for the ball to drop. Was he watching for Dick Clark? Or when they remember when they kept rolling him out no, there? No, they had an Aussie oh, Dick Clark. So I think this was back 2006. They would have had right? Crocodile Dundee doing it so. down in Australia, I, really, I believe. I they still rolling so. him out for New Year's? No, I don't think he comes out for New yeah, Year's. Yeah, he comes out. Does, does he? Does he'll he? come out a little bit and they'll talk. It's a mess. But, I mean, it, they'll do it. <laughs> it's a slow conversation. It's a, it's a, it's, I mean, it's just painful to watch. I know. But they will drag his ass out. I thought he died. Maybe nope. he did. No. So you don't actually know what the fuck you're talking about. But I've seen him when they brought him out, and it's shameful. I, I mean, know, that was shameful. But I think he's still alive. So anyway, it's New Year's Eve, 2006. They're about to have a big-ass party in prison. But he died in his sleep, Timmy. Aww. Oh, he didn't make it to the New Year. At Princess Alexandria Hospital. Lenny had been in the hospital since Boxing Day. That's the day after Christmas. December 26, 2006. When he suffered cardiac arrest. So really, this guy only did about three years in jail for this stuff. Timmy's he he to died put, at 55 years old. Timmy's trying to put his glasses on over his, um, yeah, over his uh, headphones. But Yeah, I can't. Uh, Dick Clark died on Did he die? April I thought he was 18th, still alive. That's why he looks so bad when they bring him out. <laughs> That's why he looks he like did. the Crip Keeper. It's like, it's like Weekend at Bernie's oh, with Dick Clark. That's why he talks less than us. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't bring Guy Lombardo out while you're at it? Aw. All right, Colonel. Uh, is that it? That's really all I have, Timmy. I think all right, this Brandy, was... your final thoughts on Lenny the Loon. Lenny the Loon was quite the asshole. Uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on Lenny Frazier. Well, Timmy, I think you better watch the path you head down because you seem to share some traits with Lenny the Loon. What'd you say? That? I would, but at least he's not a dog fucker. <laughs> or a bunny fucker or whatever else yeah, he was. Bunny talking. fucker. He was a bunny fucker? No, you, but you are. I have not fucked a, a cow bunny. fucker. You're defending cow fucking. No, it's a He's defending question. all of that. He's a cow fucker defender. <laughs> it is he a legitimate. He's a cow fucker advocate. <laughs> I'm not pro <laughs> cow banging. All I'm saying is it's not like. You know, this cow's a free-range cow walking across a pasture <laughs> doing whatever. It's okay, Chuck. And I mean, a cow wouldn't even notice if you were fucking it. Huh? A cow wouldn't even notice if you were fucking it. 
<laughs> I, but it, you know, it'd be I like find that hurtful, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's it's like, like a dog down the hallway. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm saying a, a is, BB in the Astrodome. <laughs> all you're saying is give bestiality a chance. <laughs> I'm not saying that. What you I'm do seem is, to be saying that. No, what I'm you saying is your out. glasses are not going to go on over your headphones. God the, damn it. As a society, we we hold this very bizarre double standard as to the treatment of animals. Well, can't both be bad? Can't we just say that uh, uh, cow rape? But I don't see you up in arms about no free-range cows. About cows being kept in their stalls. Nobody's up in their arms about that. Well, but if somebody were to go into that stall and bang that cow, somebody would be all cra- going by shit well, crazy. Well, n- neither that's one That's all is I'm good. saying. Neither one is good. Well, I don't think it is all you're saying, but that's okay. <laughs> it is all I'm saying. Oh, I think you're, no, I think you, you're saying much more than you think you, you are. You got the cow locked up in a in a, in a a prison cell that he's never going to get out of, the, or she's never going to get out of. You're showing them bail, and then you're just fattening them Look, up. You're giving them steroids, antibiotics, thing. unnatural shit. Um, but some freak slips in there, slops them to pecker, and all of a sudden... It's it's a tragic event, but we don't care. I can't. That we're I just can't. the cow, making baseball gloves, making all kinds of shit, hamburgers and yeah, spare both ribs. Both of them and, are bad. Hmm? Both of them think those things are bad. Both of them are animal abuse. Did you have a hamburger yesterday, my No, I haven't had one at lunch. <laughs> okay, then. But, you know, so... <laughs> so that's I don't think point. it's necessarily about the cow at that point. It's, about, it's not so much about the fucky as the fucker. <laughs> Because then, because you don't want that guy running around your neighborhood at I'm, all. I don't want that you don't guy want that running guy running around, around my neighborhood because Rudy would be in trouble. You no, don't want that guy running Rudy, around your neighborhood. Rudy would chop his shit right you off. You don't of know him. what if Rudy liked it. What if Rudy <laughs> was you know, what if Rudy was big gay dog and he liked it? You don't know. Maybe Rudy was asking for it. Maybe Rudy was asking <laughs> for it. You leave Rudy out of this. I will you not. Leave Rudy okay. out of uh, this. Colonel, let's get the shout out. First of all, Rudy is a hetero dog. First of all. I don't want to hear your thoughts on bestiality anymore today. Yeah, let's get to shout-outs, Colonel. Yeah, You've Colonel, get to the shout-outs. Most of our listeners, so we probably won't have a big shout-out list next time. <laughs> yeah, our membership's going to drop down to about 240 on the page. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got three new ones here, Timmy. Michelle Studheit. Hey, Michelle. Um, Jessica Greeno Barnett, who I bought in the auction. Uh-huh. Bought and paid for, young lady. Okay. Um, and Catherine Richardson. Welcome, guys. Who is, despite... She bought me, didn't she? Oh, and happy birthday to Kate Richardson. I mean, Kate... uh, Katie Moorhead. Katie Moorhead. Happy birthday, Katie. Yeah. Lovely Katie. So today we will do two rows of shout-outs. How's that, Timmy? Great shout-out to Mike Rosen. And? A great shout-out to, um... He doesn't need your help. Don't fuck him up. Jessica Barnett. Um... Shout out to her. And let's see. We'll start with, we'll do Don't the pick first up your phone. two columns. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. <laughs> you, uh, Tasha and Ophelia, of course. Yes, who, from California. Yeah, my niece said that. Uh, you know, Tasha was not, I was disappointed she was not in the auction. I'm kind of glad Tasha was not in the auction because I would have sold everything I owned. And this is probably why my niece gives me a hard time saying that I, might have a crush on Natasha. But I would have sold everything I owned and all Renee's stuff, too. Rudy's stuff would have gone on there. Yeah, I was going to say, you have no stuff. Yeah, Rudy's stuff. 
Um, Jeff Girdley, Sam Hildebrand, and Linda Middleton, of course. Missy Dean Horton, Britt and Chris, Celine, Teresa Slavin, Shonda and Larry, all of the Trowbridges, Clark, Lisa, and Diane. Colton, who I've been missing apparently somehow. Phyllis Munson, Aaron Wentz, Donna Curran, Brian and Lisa Lawton, Olivia Meyer, Jim Bolden, Katya, who was not in the auction. Timmy, you to put your damn pension oh, up for absolutely. that one. Uh, she's on Team Timmy, though. Kate McCarthy, Bridget Clavey, Byron Snellings, Amber Anderson, Gina Splane, Trixie, Stephanie Quick, Sydney, and Michael, of course. Donna Hellman, um, Lori, Laura O'Reilly, Gabby Lewis, John Cunningham, Dave Lampier, Julia Miller, Maggie Glover, our poet laureate, Jeff Appel, Christine. Bourgeois. Yeah. The happy birthday girl, Katie Moorhead. Mary Ray, who's on Team Brandy. Oh, Jada. Don't forget Jada. Motherfucker. I told you, stop. He's got this organized. He doesn't need help. Chuck's fucking this chicken. Yeah, but you know what? Lindsay <laughs> literally, White, literally. Lindsay White wanted me to do, wanted me to say her name in the Cockney uh, uh, yeah, say Appalachian it. Okay, accent. do Lindsay. Lindsay. Thank you for being on Team Colonel, Lindsay. Lindsay's not on Team Colonel. Oh, I'm sorry. Team Timmy, Lindsay. She's not on Team. She is on Team Timmy. Yes. Thank you, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay. You got to say Lindsay. it like that. Lindsay. <laughs> I've got a cold. Cheryl Muscue, Keith Frosty, Becky Mitchell, Vicki Ann Wallace, Steve Miller, Nicholas Starr, and the lovely, lovely, lovely Molly Erickson. Yes. Natasha Davis, Neil Eagleton, Stewie Benton, Tracy Busby. My, I got to get in touch with her because I bought her. I got, I need to get the title for her. Ali Nett, lovely young lady. She is lovely. Um, Christine Howard, Tom Tui. T.J. Youngblood, Robin Sanchez, Colleen Madison, Aaron Fowler, um, Rebecca Montanle, Mike Eisenhower, Danielle Fredrickson, Andy Sparasho, Toby Deese, Nancy Jalapeno, Kim Kamikaze, Jennifer Hawkins, Tara Chinchilla, Chicago Lindsay O'Brien, McMillan, Sunyana, Eddie Rushing, Yo, Handler, Sammy James, uh, Josh Hill, Laura McNelly, Monroe Blake, Allison Shields, Cheryl Pierce, Tracy Harper, Amy Payne, Tyra Jenkins, Tyra Jenkins, Christian Dorma. Did I say Daniel Fredrickson already? Yes. Okay. Susan Angles, Emmy Little Emmy Waterfall. Uh, Kirsten Davidson, Don Gordon, John Gray, Dave Hill, Kirsty, lovely Kirsty Ramsey, Ramsey, Ramsden, Ramsden. Going too fast here for my own good. The beautiful Erica Clements, um, beautiful Becky Omelet, who's got a really sweet bond. Sarah Morgan, Eric Dwight. Uh, let's see, that's. That's great. That's Two wonderful. Columns, and we got, well, to get the rest, we got it because the Colonel's crew's in this column. Okay, let's, um, uh, I'm out ready to die here, so. Oh, oh, quit your whining, son. I feel like Jada on the Colonel's crew. Denny Mack. 
Danny. A proud member yes. of the Colonel's crew. He said you were kind of sexist because you only have women on you. Nope. And Anna Girl Lion, who's over in Turkey watching some seven-year-old boy's circumcision. Well, someone has to do it. I'm not sure that's her right right way to pronounce her name, but I'm calling her Anna Girl Lion. Okay. Um, I had to woo her to get her on my team, but I did. You're quite the wooer. The lovely Amber Croup. The talented and beautiful Jamie Tarantino. And I can tell you, even though she cannot post a picture because of the rules in her country of her job, Maja is an Alka. Maja is a very... Uh, uh, she's a beautiful woman. Yes. Stunning, stunning Polish woman. But she can't post pictures on social media. Um, Donna Hellman, who, who we love. Rachel, Rachel Flynn, she's a beauty. Jennifer, of course. Um, Jada, did I get Jada? She's yes, on the team, too. Yes, you got too. her. Uh, I think she was the first one. Jen Wicks. Um, we got Clark Trowbridge. He's on Team Colonel, too. Liz Keating, the beautiful, beautiful little Fallon. And the lady who uh, who was the highest bidder for the Colonel, Rodica Smith. She won you fair and square. She won me fair and square, but she doesn't really want to talk to me. She said, just send me a couple pictures of Rudy. But, uh, but there you I'll, go. I'll take it. Uh, Monica DiAgostino, beautiful Tiffany. Shannon, of course, Shannon Rossard, who you outbid me on. You snuck in a bid at the last minute there. Amanda Bocce Ball, um, the smart, the beautiful, the wonderful, and just so, so funny, Jessica Williams. Um, if she wasn't, I love Jessica. Don't, motherfucker, you are. I'm dying here. Get through oh, the night. shut up. You fucking whiner. You had to ramble on for a half hour talking about nonsense, and then now you I want me to I sound like shit. I sit here clogged up. It's probably sad to you need to get in the right mindset to have your tummy electrocuted. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Later this week. Later this week. Francis Dott, no, I love you. Janet Fitzgerald, Karen Barnes, beautiful Jennifer Burdick, Sarah Spaghetti, my good friend Nicola, of course, Allie, and Charlie. Charlie, who is getting closer and closer and closer to having that baby. Happy birthday, Charlie. <clears throat> From the, and both, don't forget to. Um, listen to them if you want to listen to a real podcast on yeah. crime. Ali, listen to them on Insight. Man, I listened to a Slaughter podcast too over the weekend. They are funnier than hell. I you know. I love that Slaughter. One? You know what? I got because uh, I was I'm a Patreon. I got Slaughter. I heard that Slaughter tickets uh, stickers. Oh, I gotta yes. be. I wonder if I could be a okay. Yeah. yeah. And we a beautiful need, we Angie need to get Ball. Stickers. Um, she's a yeah. So I could. I think I just want to slide a sticker. Logie's got. I'll bring the, you one. Logie's got my insight one on his computer, so. I bring you one. Okay. You could contribute and get one, the honest way, but. Or I could just mooch one off. Is that all the shout-outs? Yeah, uh, Brandy. Yeah, I'm just people... doing two columns today. I'll do the other two columns next week. All right, you got two more. Um, and of course, our most our lovely, lovely. Um, Beverly, Lady Beverly. Mm -hmm. um, and I forgot Ooh. another member of Team Colonel here, Rosanna Fitton. Yes, from uh, They Walk Among Us. They Walk Among Us, yes. Yeah, so Rosanna. And so Lady Beverly, who is really 
above listening to this show. I mean, this station, this show is so far below her station in life. Um, and Miss Dottie, I'm going to try to wrap these up before Doc Holliday over here coughs up a lung. Seriously? God damn, we've had to stop recording like 25 times because he's got... I'm sorry. I feel like shit. All right. Well, Um, you know what? Me and the devil made it through this podcast, okay? Yeah, you're not sick. I haven't eaten lunch. Brandy, where can people find us? You can find us Find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two Facebook pages, History Dweebs and History Dweebs, the podcast Facebook group. Please join us uh, where we have a lot of fun and merriment. And when you say, Brandy? You sure. Find us uh, on Twitter. Yeah, we're at History Dweebs 1. You can follow the colonel at Hawkwaters, and you can follow Brandy at? Oh, God, I don't even know. Brandy, Brandy Vinay. Brandy Vinay, V-E-N-N-A. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review, and uh, we will give you a shout-out if yep. you leave us a positive review. And you took all of my stuff there. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get out of here before I... Before uh, you die? Before I die. Nah. Uh, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Tweets. Bye, Good day. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.